0: grace and peace to you in the name of our lord jesus christ good morning we give thanks and praise to god as he has called us to worship him let us worship god in spirit and in truth now let us pray gracious and almighty god thank you for calling and gathering us together to worship you please open our minds and cleanse our thoughts so that we may worship and praise your holy name be with us and send us your spirit so we may be filled by your spirit we pray in the name of your son our lord and savior jesus christ amen friends today's old testament reading is from the book of Esther, in chapter 7 verses 1 through 10 And chapter 9, verses 20 through 22. So the king and Haman went in to feast with Queen Esther. On the second day, as they were drinking wine, the king again said to Esther, What is your petition, Queen Esther? It shall be granted you. And what is your request, even to the half of my kingdom? It shall be fulfilled. Then Queen Esther answered, If I have won your favor, O king, and if it pleases the king, let my life be given me. That is my petition, and the lives of my people, that is my request. For we have been sold, I and my people, to be destroyed, to be killed, and to be annihilated." If we had been sold merely as slaves, men and women, I would have held my peace. But no enemy can compensate for this damage to the king. Then King Ahasuerus said to Queen Esther, Who is he and where is he who has presumed to do this? Esther said, A foe and enemy, this wicked Haman. Then Haman was terrified before the king and the queen. The king rose from the feast in wrath and went into the palace garden, but Haman stayed to beg his life from Queen Esther, for he saw that the king had determined to destroy him. When the king returned from the palace garden to the banquet hall, Haman had thrown himself on the couch where Esther was reclining, and the king said, Will he even assault the queen in my presence, in my own house? As the words left the mouth of the king, they covered Haman's face. Then Harbona, one of the eunuchs in attendance on the king, said, Look, The very gallows that Haman has prepared for Mordecai, whose word saved the king, stands at Haman's house, fifty cubits high. And the king said, Hang him on that. So they hanged Haman on the gallows that he had prepared for Mordecai. Then the anger of the king abated. Continues in chapter 9. Mordecai recorded these things, and sent letters to all the Jews who were in all the provinces of King Ahasuerus, both near and far, enjoining them that they should keep the fourteenth day of the month Adar, and also the fifteenth day of the same month, year by year, as the days on which the Jews gained relief from their enemies and as the month that had been turned for them from sorrow into gladness and from mourning into a holiday, that they should make them days of feasting and gladness, days for sending gifts of food to one another and presents to the poor. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Esther is an interesting book. It is a good reading. Its conclusion gives us satisfaction that the good people eventually win. We know that there are cases that evil seems to prevail in reality and history, so we're delighted to see such a good conclusion of the book of Esther it is fun to read. In this book, we find much suspense and tension. The dramatic unfolding of the story has made the book one of the most popular subjects of Sunday School, VBS, and sermons. Something truly noteworthy about the book of Esther is that It is the only book in the Bible that does not mention the name of God. We don't see the word God at all in this book. However, that doesn't mean that God is absent in this book. The presence of God permeates the entire book. It is like God is behind the scenes controlling the circumstances to help His people and intervening in all events to fulfill His divine will. It is my prayer this morning that we may see the sovereignty and faithfulness of God in this text. God is at work in all circumstances to save His people. Today's passage includes the climax of the story of Esther in chapter 7 and its concluding account of the institution of the Feast of Purim, the most joyous feast of the Jewish year in chapter 9. Since the lectionary reading suggests only a portion of the story of Esther let me give you a brief summary and the background story of the book of Esther. The events in this book occurred during the first half of the reign of the Persian king Ahasuerus. He gave a feast for all his officials. However, his queen Vashti refused to come to him. The king was greatly displeased with Queen Vashti, so he chose Aster, a Jew, as his queen to replace Vashti. And during this time period, the first rem- remnant of Jews who had returned to Judah were working hard to re-establish temple worship. Asther's uncle Mordecai, who had been like a father to her, overheard a plot to assassinate the king and reported it to Queen Astor, thus saving the king's life. King Ahasuerus promoted Haman, an evil man, to the highest position in his royal staff. He commanded everyone to bow down to him and pay him homage, which Mordecai refused to do. This enraged Haman, and he planned to eradicate not just Mordecai, but all of Mordecai's same ethnic group, the Jews, in the kingdom. An edict was issued, and this new genocidal law was announced throughout the kingdom. Mordecai let Esther know this horrible news that the Jews are in great danger. He told her to approach the king to plead with him for her people. Esther knew that in doing so, she will risk her life. But Mordecai exhorted her not to keep silent. In chapter 4, Mordecai suggested that Esther's rise for her people may be providential. Mordecai said to Esther, Do not think that in the king's palace you will escape any more than all the other Jews. For if you keep silence at such a time as this, relief and deliverance will rise for the Jews from another quarter, but you and your father's family will perish. Who knows, perhaps you have come to royal dignity for just such a time as this. Then Esther said in reply to Mordecai, Go, gather all the Jews to be found in Susa, and hold a fast on my behalf, and neither eat nor drink for three days, night or day. I and my maids will also fast as you do. After that, I will go to the king, though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. Like that, Esther solicited fasting and prayerful support from Mordecai and all her people. And she indeed approached the king, inviting him and Haman to a banquet. Haman built a gallows to hang Mordecai. The king read about the plot against him, and when Haman came to ask about hanging Mordecai, the king told Haman to honor Mordecai. So, this is what had happened in chapters 1 through 6. Esther showed extraordinary courage in identifying with her doomed people and wisely confronting the king's edict. When she appealed to the king craftily, she did not leave the matter as a threat to the Jews alone. She told the king that she would not speak if it were only about her and her people, but this plot would cause damage to the king. And it worked well for the self-centered king. As the king demanded to know who was behind the conspiracy as the revealed the wicked identity of Haman? The 50 cubits high, which means 75 foot high, gallows that Haman has prepared to execute Mordecai became the gallows for his own execution. The horrible genocide was prevented, and the Jews now celebrate the feast of they celebrate the rescue of the Jews from their enemies they celebrate their escape from death that turned their sorrow into gladness and mourning into a holiday now they share gifts of food with one another and show generosity to the poor in this story we see that God's divine intervention in history is quietly hidden in human ordinary events. King Ahasuerus is summoning Queen Vashti, her refusal, and Aster's being selected as the next queen. Haman's conspiracy to eradicate the entire Jews and the courage of Mordecai and Aster In all these things, God was at work. God was behind all these scenes. Even though God's name is not mentioned, even though God's actions are not explicitly hinted in this book, God is very active and present. God's divine action is the clear theme of the entire plot of this book. However people may want to call it butterfly effects or what goes around comes around, we need to see that God is actively engaging in all these events to save his people. His faithfulness is witnessed in the book of Esther. He is The faithful promise keeper. Friends, we know that life can be hard. No one can avoid difficult times. Sometimes we struggle to understand the life events that challenge us. When life doesn't make sense, how can we make sense of what doesn't seem to make sense? In such times, Do we turn to God or away from God? Let us know that God is always with us. Let us remember what we've learned from today's passage. God's name is not mentioned in the book of Esther, yet God is clearly present in this book, as He is always present in our lives. In the book of Romans, Apostle Paul confessed, Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. Hardship Distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, and sword. Paul uses these seven troubles to make his point. The number seven represents perfection or completion in the Bible, for God made the world in six days and rested on the seventh day. By counting these seven troubles, Paul emphasizes that nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Brothers and sisters in Christ, let us remember this powerful truth. God is with us in all times and calls us to stay faithful to Him in all circumstances. Let us also remember that we were like Haman. We were supposed to die as Haman did. After Haman was hung on the gallows, King Ahasuerus' anger abated. We were under God's wrath and supposed to die because of our sin, yet our Savior Jesus died on the cross for us. After Jesus sacrificed His life for us, then God's wrath abated. Let us remember God's amazing grace in Jesus Christ. Let us remember the lesson learned from the book of Esther. Let us stay away from the way of Haman, but let us follow the way of Esther. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious God, we thank you for your presence with us. Though your name is not mentioned in the book of Esther, you are present and active. You are at work to help your people. As we witnessed in the book of Esther. Your faithful presence enables us to pray to You confidently and face our trials with endurance and even joy. Yes, Lord, Your presence is irrefutable. Yet, not all people have the privilege of freely using Your name. As we live in a time and place where we are free to use Your name Both publicly and privately, we often forget that there are many people who cannot freely worship you. Have mercy upon those who are being persecuted because of their Christian life. Help us always pray for our brothers and sisters as we remember that Esther couldn't have won the spiritual battle for her people by herself. Esther, Mordecai, and all her people fasted, prayed, and stayed faithful together. Help us care, support, and serve one another. This morning, we pray for our friends who are sick, injured, hungry, or distressed. We pray for those who mourn. We pray for those who are lonely. We pray that you would provide your healing mercy for them. We pray that you would be with them when they need your comfort, strength, and peace. Now we lift up to you in silence the name of our brothers and sisters who need your life-giving touch. We pray these things in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Through the story of Esther, we've witnessed that God turns our sorrow into gladness and mourning into a holiday. Brothers and sisters in Christ, God is good all the time. God is present and active. God is present and active in the life of Esther, the life of her people, and the life of each and every one of us. Let us trust and worship our living God. As we go, may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace this day and forever. Amen.